Welcome back to another episode of the Collard Tech Directory podcast. It is episode nine, and it's a very special episode today because the iPhone is 15 years old. Yay, hooray. I'm a little bit late to talking about this. The iPhone's 15th birthday was January 7th, so it's been at least a week and a half since it's actually been the iPhone's 15th birthday. But this is the first podcast episode I am releasing since that has happened. So I figured I would talk about it now. Since the iPhone is now 15 years old, I thought it would be fitting that we talked about the current iPhone models, specifically which iPhone models you should upgrade to coming from previous iPhone models. So that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast episode. Before we begin today's episode, I do want to say that I have filmed the drive video where I upgraded the drive in the iMac. So I took the hard drive out of the computer and replaced it with an SSD. As you can see here, I have the actual hard drive that was in this computer previously, which is really cool. So all I have to do is edit that video and that should come out about a week after this podcast episode goes live. So without further ado, let's talk about the iPhone. Now, I think when you're deciding which iPhone you're going to upgrade to, uh, it's really dependent upon two things. Uh, first is the iPhone that you currently have, what you're upgrading from. And then second, what features in an iPhone you would like to have. So in this upgrade guide, I'm going to be giving advice for upgrades based on both of those things. So if you're coming from an iPhone 5S or earlier, or basically any iPhone that has a four inch display or smaller, including the iPhone SE first generation, then my top pick for upgrading would be the iPhone SE second generation. This phone was released by Apple in spring of 2020 and includes a 4.7 inch display, which will be a fairly significant upgrade compared to a four inch display. And it also has the A13 chip from the iPhone 11 series of phones, which came out four or five months before this model. I think that if someone's held on to a phone that is that old for that long, they probably don't really care about having the latest features. So the iPhone SE doesn't necessarily have the latest features, but what's really compelling about it is its $400 starting price. You can get an iPhone for as low as $400, which is really, really cool. So if you are coming from one of those older models, but do want to have some of those new features when you upgrade, the iPhone 13 mini would be a really great choice because it has all of the same features as the normal sized iPhone 13, but in a smaller package that coming from one of those smaller phones will feel a bit more familiar. I don't recommend getting the 12 mini because while you do save $100 in doing so, there are a lot of compromises, especially in terms of battery life. The iPhone 13 adds a huge improvement in battery life compared to the iPhone 12 mini. So I would definitely recommend going with the 13 mini if you want to get one of those mini series of iPhones. So if you're coming from an iPhone 6, 6s, 7, or 8, not the plus models, just the regular 4.7 inch models, my top pick would be the iPhone 13 mini. 
Uh, like I said, I think it's a great choice. It has a lot of the same features of the higher end iPhone models, but it still has that smaller footprint that some people like a lot more. So I personally think it's a really compelling value. Again, I wouldn't recommend going with the 12 mini because even though you do save $100, there are a lot of compromises, especially with battery life. Now, if you're looking to save a bit of money and you don't necessarily care about having those new features, the iPhone SE is still a great choice to upgrade to. It'll give you the same 4.7 inch display but some modern features like portrait mode and the speedy A13 chip, which will be a lot faster than any of the chips in the 6, 6S, 7, or 8 that you would be upgrading from. If you want something a bit cheaper, but still want to have like a new fresh design that looks a little bit different from your current phone, then the iPhone 11, I think, would be a great choice. For just $100 more, you're getting the same exact processor from the iPhone SE, but it has the all-screen design with the notch, no home button, and really slim bezels. And one advantage of going with the iPhone 11 is that you get six color options to choose from. So if you're into that sort of thing, that is something to consider. A lot of people do end up putting cases on their phones anyway, so you might not necessarily care about having those extra color options, but just know that it is there. And if you're considering going from the iPhone 11 to the iPhone 12, it makes sense in my opinion to just spend the extra $100 to go with the iPhone 13 because I think especially from the iPhone 12 mini to the iPhone 13 mini, it adds a lot of features that people might care about. So now moving on to the Plus models, the 6 Plus, 6S Plus, 7 Plus, and 8 Plus. Uh, for these models, my top pick would be the iPhone 13. You could technically upgrade to the iPhone 13 mini because while it has a smaller footprint, it'll have roughly the same size display. But since you already have the bigger display model, I would think that having a slightly larger display would be something that is important to you. And if it is, I think the iPhone 13 would be a much better pick and it only costs $100 more compared to the iPhone 13 mini. So the iPhone 13 is still a great value. Now, if you want a bit more features, such as having the telephoto lens from the 7 Plus and 8 Plus, you might consider going with the iPhone 13 Pro. And of course, if you really care about having the biggest display possible, of course, there's the iPhone 13 Pro Max for $100 more compared to the 13 Pro. And then if you're looking for something with a slightly cheaper price tag, I think the iPhone 11 at $500 is the perfect area for that. If you have one of the plus models of phones, it doesn't make sense to go with the iPhone SE because you will definitely notice the smaller display and worse battery life. So I think going with the iPhone 11 is worth the extra $100 if you already have one of those plus models of phones. So next, if you're coming from an iPhone 10, iPhone 10s, or iPhone 11 Pro, one of those models with a 5.8 inch display, then I think the top pick would be to go with the iPhone 13 Pro because it'll still have the telephoto camera that those models have and it'll have a slightly bigger 6.1 inch display. It wouldn't really make sense to go with the iPhone 12 mini coming from those models because that would actually be a decrease 
in display size. Of course, if you want an even bigger display than what you currently have, I think the iPhone 13 Pro Max would be the way to go, especially since it's only $100 more compared to the iPhone 13 Pro. Now, if you're looking for something a bit cheaper, I think the iPhone 13 is in a great spot for that. While it doesn't have the telephoto camera, it'll still have a bigger 6.1 inch display and a lot of the great features from the iPhone 13 Pro models. So if you're coming from the iPhone XS Max or iPhone 11 Pro Max, obviously the best option would be to go with the iPhone 13 Pro Max. Going with any other model would immediately be a compromise in both display size and battery life. Of course, if those aren't necessarily things that you care about as much and are willing to downgrade a little bit, then the iPhone 13 Pro or even the regular iPhone 13 would both still be great choices. Keep in mind that the iPhone 13 does not have the telephoto lens that each of those models do. Of course, if you're coming from an iPhone 10 or later, it makes sense to get one of the latest iPhone models from the iPhone 13 series because going with anything else like an iPhone 12 or an iPhone 11 would only be a difference of a couple of years compared to your current phone. And then you would feel like you have to upgrade a lot sooner versus going with the iPhone 13 would give you a bit more of an upgrade that is a lot more noticeable and it'll give you a bit more time before you have to upgrade again. So if you're coming from any of the models in the iPhone 12 series, like the iPhone 12, iPhone 12 mini, iPhone 12 Pro, or iPhone 12 Pro Max, I don't really think it makes sense to purchase one of the iPhone 13 models right now. I think it makes sense to just wait for the iPhone 14 series, which will be coming out in fall of 2022. However, if you do need to get a new phone for whatever reason, like your current phone is broken or you just need a new iPhone, then I would just recommend getting the iPhone 13 equivalent of whatever iPhone 12 model you had. So for example, if you're coming from the iPhone 12 mini, it would make sense to go with the iPhone 13 mini and then coming from the regular iPhone 12, go to the iPhone 13 iPhone 12 Pro to 13 Pro, 12 Pro Max to 13 Pro Max. Again, that's only if you really need to upgrade because your current phone isn't working properly. If your phone is working properly right now and you have one of the iPhone 12 models, I would just wait for the iPhone 14 models that are coming out later this fall. And of course, if you have one of the iPhone 13 models already, of course, there's no sense in upgrading because those are literally the most current models that you could possibly have. So at least wait until the iPhone 14, if not the iPhone 15 in 2023. All right, that is it for today's episode of the Clark Tech Directory podcast. Actually, that's not it. I completely forgot to talk about the iPhone 10R and 11 when filming this episode. If you have one of those two models, my top pick would be the iPhone 13 because it has the same familiar display size while adding a bunch of cool features such as cinematic mode. Unless you really care about cameras or displays, you won't really miss anything by not going with the more expensive Pro models. Like I said before, it makes sense to go with the most current generation of iPhones when upgrading from models as new as the 10R and 11. Okay, roll the outro. I think that might be a bit shorter than episodes have been in the past. Of course, I haven't edited this episode yet, so I don't know that for sure, but it seems like it was a bit shorter. It definitely took a lot less time to record than some other episodes. 
But either way, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, please subscribe if you want to see more episodes like this, and also if you want to see the drive upgrade video that will be coming out soon. And thanks for watching. Bye!